Ladies and gentlemen, Jason Bell Podcast, everybody. Welcome, and as usual, wherever you are, whether you are, I don't know, you might be cooking some food for the kids. I stop as, now. You stop now. Thank you very much. I still haven't introduced you yet. Sorry. I mean, let, let, let's have the big build-up. Right, here we go. Whether you are making some food for the kids, um, or whether you're, I don't know, you might be travelling on a bus, you might have been to the gym. Um, what can I say about this guest? I mean, that hasn't already been said. Say I was looking, my name. I, no, do you know what? I was looking through it. We don't need to do a build-up. Well, we do need to do a build-up, because some of the stuff I found out, I thought I knew you. I've been listening, a lot of lies. I've been listening to you for over 20 years, and I thought I had found out everything. If I said, would you know who this next guest is? Um, you can't obviously phone in and guess because th- it's not live, obviously. Uh, best-selling author. Mm-hmm. Two times, Sunday Times best-selling author, yeah. Singer. Yeah, two albums in the chart. In the two top 20. Albums, two best-selling books, yeah. Uh, TV presenter. Yeah, that was a while ago. That's dried up a bit, I'll be honest. <laughs> That's not happened for a while. No, but mountaineer. Uh, yes, Mountaineer slash charity fundraiser. Well, I was good. Well, charity was next. We had that. That's already written down there as yeah, well. Helped raise over ten million pounds for Comet Relief. Thank you. Very well, much. you don't like talking about it. Thank you. I know that. You probably guessed uh, who it is already. Oh, I'm listening oh, to. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Well, if you're going to do it, keep <laughs> going. Oh, <laughs> keep going. Well, what what else have you done? The the star of an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. Oh yes, we have got that. Did my own tour as well in the, in the same year, 2012. Did sell out 12 dates tour around the UK. Thank you very much. Okay, longer running radio the show longest serving radio and breakfast show host in its 50 plus year history yeah and that'll never be I've met all again. the Spice Girls and everybody in One Direction follows me on Twitter well they come on can we have a just round of applause for that as well you probably already guessed thanks. who it is if they haven't guessed already thanks and there was a time in my life when I had four out of the FHM top 100 uh, that I don't know what, the, what they used to call it but something that you wouldn't say now hotties I've had a few of them on my sofa in my old flat individually I may say in the, in that way no or, no okay watching time um, you did the longest right 52 hours is that the were you talking about your charity hours. thing we broke the record for the longest radio show which I think was was 52 hours and then I think was broken uh, 24 hours later by some students but I don't care I got in the Guinness Book of Records well so that's all that matters isn't screw it? you students I don't, you probably get I still haven't said his name it is of course radio legend the one and only it's Chris Moles everybody come oh. on it is Chris Moles why are you clapping on the podcast uh, because I was a bit like Steve right in the afternoon you know and to make out there's a bit of energy in it we're all juicing we don't have any energy you're a professional at this we're I say, all exhausted you were kind enough to have me on your show last year yeah. and uh, an e-shot went out and on that e-shot, it said Christ Moyles yeah. and XFM. Yeah. What was nice, though, you didn't spend... And it's spend not the XFM, ne- it's Radio X. No, correct. They were both wrong. So that's I do have a point. Christ complex, so that's fine. I so it wasn't fine. So you brought it up quite a lot, <laughs> to be fair, yeah, throughout the whole I thing. I can't remember. You should never bring these All things up. All of my office remembered I this morning. Remember. In fact, when, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about you, Jason Re- Vale. No, 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 we're not talking about... to Jason Vale. Over four million Jason Vale books sold, yet he still dresses like this. Oh, well, they won't see it. It's a podcast. Let me describe it. He's wearing a T-shirt, which I reckon he got for free. <laughs> I didn't get it for free. And he's wearing uh, short jean <laughs> denim shorts. There you go. On the feet are... Yeah. What trainers are those? Are they even a brand? Th- These are Adidas. Thank you very oh, much. Okay. They look very light. Are they light? They're very light. Okay. I like light stuff. Well, well, thanks for pointing out my attire uh, on this, this podcast. But I'm sure wherever everybody's listening to this, they're not thinking, actually, what I wanted to learn today was what Jason's wearing. Well, you, but you said earlier that you don't like to wear jeans, so you wear shorts a lot. I wear shorts all the time. And yeah. you wear short sleeve shirts a lot. 
Well, but, I couldn't wear them for years because I was covered well, from head that's to foot That's what I was going to ask. Is that because, like, so I used to, ironically, I am we- I'm wearing, like, a, a very oversized, very thin black hoodie, which my girlfriend's mother got me for Christmas. It's from the David Gandhi uh, M&S collection, everyone. Very soft. <laughs> um, well, M&S don't just make clothes. They no, no. <laughs> see what I was just... Li- anyway, they, um, So anyway, but, uh, yeah, when I was a lot heavier, I used to... Uh, uh, I'd always wear a lot of... I'd never wear tight clothes. I'd always overcompensate and wear really baggy stuff. And now I've gone the other way and I, I literally, I am keeping skinny jeans going. You're looking very well and that's not sycophantic as you walked in. Oh, I thank mean, you. you. I lost a lot of weight and I've done well keeping it off. I've put a little bit back on, but I'm talking like a little bit. So how big were you at your biggest? It's very personal. It's I know it's personal. personal. How much money do you earn? <laughs> well, not enough. The, the heaviest that I know of, I was 18 stone two. Jesus, you because how big um, were you when you went up Killy? The Christmas we we went to Kilimanjaro in, in early March, and the Christmas before I was seventeen and a half stone. Jesus, and I lost a stone before I went up the mountain just by training and watching my diet, and then did the mountain, which took a week, and came back, and I'd lost just over three quarters of a stone in the week on the mountain. So I came back. And I was about, I don't know, 15 stone 10 or something. And I thought, oh, this is, I should keep this up. This is good. I should really just So was that the catalyst? Yeah. Knowing that you were going to Killy? Knowing I was going to Killy, I just trained. That's all I did. So I just started running and then walking. So I'd walk home from work uh, when I did the radio show and I'd walk home for a a couple of days and then I'd get really bored. So the next day I'd run home. So then I'd run home the day after that. And then I'd be like, I can't be bothered to run. I'll just walk. So it was really, it was, I yeah. used my laziness. So on the days when I couldn't be bothered to run, I'd walk, which was, took an hour and 45 minutes. And on the days when I couldn't be bothered to walk, I just wanted to be home. I just used to run. And that would take me know, 50 minutes. Because you were one of the, qu- despite even being bigger than some of the people you went up with, no doubt you were bigger than Cheryl Cole. But yeah. <laughs> with you. I think, I, I think it's fair to say I was the biggest. <laughs> On the mountain. On the mountain. I remember because you was at the retreat. I mean, I don't know whether you want me to bring this up, but you are still to this date. And I've been running retreats for 16, 18 oh, years. Here we go. I know what you're going to say. But you are still to this date the only person that I've ever known uh, on our beautiful walks that we have in the morning there. Uh, but you're the only person I know that when we stopped on the walks, yeah. the only person I know to pull out a cigarette and have a cigarette. Well, that's not entirely true because, as you know, my girlfriend was doing exactly the same. She was. But, t- um, yeah, she- and as we're sharing stories, that maybe we don't want to share. We when when we went to Juicy Oasis and uh, which was in, uh, lovely in Portugal, I, I needed to have the odd cigarette. So I, I would rather than smoke near people, which were very considerate smokers. We moved away from everyone and we went down a couple of little steps and we found this nice little gardeny bit. So we thought, right, we'll have our cigarettes there. And then Jason pointed out that that little gardeny bit uh, was uh, de- oh, dedicated to oh, his mother, oh, who, yes. um, who's no longer with us, and that was her little special area. And it wasn't really intended for us to go down and be fagging away, smoking. We I felt just, very bad. Do you know what, I've just, I've just that. remembered that. Actually, my mom had a corker of sense humour, by the way. You did I mean, say an that. absolute corker. You did say my, that your mum would find that she would, darkly because, amusing. Because actually, she obviously passed away through smoking. So actually, she would have found that more So she loved the fag. So she, she, she did. Been like this. Come she, here. She would have. Come and join actually, us. Actually, you guys would have got like a house on fire. Uh, pardon the pun. Part of you at the time, I think, said, well, I think my lungs are bigger because that's why I went up the mountain quicker than anyone else. Well, uh, they test you out for altitude. They test you because the Kilimanjaro is 19,000 feet high or something like that. Um, but here's, here's an interesting fact. 
the top of Kilimanjaro, the very top of the mountain, is pretty much the same height as the base camp for Everest. Is it? So that's so you I can only it. imagine what Everest is, and so and it takes so it takes a week to get, or you know, depending on which route you do it, five, six days, seven days to get to the top of Kilimanjaro. So, so to climb to base camp Everest, I would imagine, wouldn't be the easiest thing in the world. No. But you go, well, there's only base camp. That's, well, yeah. And that's literally where everyone goes, right, let's have a breather, have a coffee. But yeah, when we did the altitude chamber yeah. to get you ready for the high altitudes, they put masks on you and put you on treadmills and bikes and everything and monitor your breathing and everything. And they were, they were like, you're all right, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, I'm totally fine. <laughs> but I said, is that is that maybe because I smoke? Is, that, is it to do with that? Because maybe... I, I see it like an accordion or a squeeze <laughs> yeah, box, yeah. right? So that goes in and out and in and out. And maybe my lungs don't go out and in as wide as they should. So when the air thins out, maybe I don't notice it because I'm like, <laughs> you know. It's like when you... It's have, you, have you ever got a tall mate and you go into an old country pub and he's got to duck down yeah, to get yeah. in and you don't? And you, I think, well, ceilings are a bit low and you're like, are they? Um, blissfully unaware of this. I know you got into exercise after that, but did you think about stopping smoking or is, is it something that you... Listen... I've got all my lines to do with smoking. Right, you know, there are no calories in yeah. the cigarettes that I smoke. They're totally fat-free. Yeah. And it's an old line, but it is true. Uh, and this this, this is a scary statistic. Yeah. Non-smokers die every day. Every day. I love Bill Hicks. He was a gay <laughs> and he's And he's right. And he is, and he was, and he was, that funny, we were saying there were more He's dead now, of course. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he stopped, though. Well, he stopped he... smoking, didn't he? On, on yeah. a health issue, the smoking thing for me will be the last thing to go. But do you think it's worse than, because I used to smoke genuinely two, three packets a day. I mean, I was a heavy smoker. I wouldn't I'm not, a, I'm not that heavy. I wouldn't pick, I, 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 but I think I'm, I think I'm a heavy smoker, but that's like, no, it was even, even to me, I think that's crazy. No, it was crazy, but I couldn't do anything without having a cigarette first. So to me, it was a form of slavery. I, I, I felt freedom when I finally stopped. There's and a, did you stop cold turkey? Did you just stop? In the end, yeah. Right. I had to do that. I had to just stop, done, finished. I ended up running a stop smoking clinic after that because then it was... How a, long after was, that? It, not that long after that. Well, well, it's I done. Know, but it's I, job done. But how can you... Because you know straight away. You can't stop smoking on a Monday and set up a no-smoking clinic by the Friday. You've got <laughs> to have not? some... But why? Some why people go, there? oh, how long have you been off the cigarettes? Since Monday. It was about 18 months. Was it really? Yeah, it was. Okay. It was about 18 months All afterwards. Right. So smoking aside, then obviously that, that's the last thing that's going to come. Like it, will get, it has to go because it, it's just... The, here's the thing. Here's the horrible, honest truth. Right? Are you ready for this? Yeah. I'm going to be super honest. Okay. When So when I was very heavily overweight, there were times when I just didn't see, didn't see it, didn't notice it. But if you're 17 and a half stone and you go out for a few beers with your mates and you end up going for a curry afterwards and have more beers and then you wake up the next day, you look in the mirror, you look 17 and a half stone. So you don't notice the weight going on you. You're fat, you're big, and then six months later, you're fat and you're big. Whereas since I've lost weight... I can feel fat and bloaty on a Monday morning and I left the gym on Friday after a good week feeling absolutely amazing. So I notice it. With smoking, I smoked up Kilimanjaro. I smoked yeah. on the walks with you. Okay, yeah. I'm, a, I'm at Juicy Oasis, right, having nothing but goodness put into me, training like a mother, right? Unbelievable, the amount of training that we did and walking and yeah. playing your stupid basketball <laughs> game and drinking juice and soup and whatnot. Beautiful, lovely. Meanwhile, I'm puffing away. But because there's no effect of smoking afterwards, if I go out and drink 10 pints of lager tonight, I'll feel the effects tomorrow. But if I smoke a packet of fags tonight, 
I won't feel. No, I get that. But the reason and why I think that's hard. I think human beings are so dumb. Yeah, you need to see. And the the warnings on the packets are gross. But again, Dennis Leary said, you know, you could call a packet of cigarettes cancer. One of the times that a smoker reach for a cigarette is when they're feeling a bit stressed or uptight. So if you tell a smoke it's killing them, the first thing they're going to do is reach yeah. for a cigarette. So it has the so it transcends logic and intelligence. When you're doing it, most of the time you wish you weren't doing it. It's only when you're not doing it you could do it. And that's addiction, unfortunately. The challenge is having to do something. Yeah, stop smoking, kids. It's terrible. Before. Yeah. Anyway, here's my, here's my tip to anyone who does smoke when they're stressed. I saw this on the Oprah Winfrey show years ago. Okay. Years and years ago. Is when you're stressed and you go, ah, I'm off for a fag, and you go outside and have a cigarette and you feel better. You're basically taking in a huge breath and letting it out. You're basically, if you take the cigarette out of that equation, basically go outside and you go, that's what you're doing. Next time you're stressed at work, just go and breathe. Is that what you're going to do then? Go That's in the corner and breathe. Chris Wilson, stop smoking, everyone. This is absolutely fantastic. I will, I will stop. Come on, this is pretty... I'll tell you what, and I do, I do. And the other benefit of not smoking is I'll be able to afford a bloody house in Spain. I tell you, it's crazy now. Good God. I couldn't believe the God. price of the packets. Holy cow. And the government needs to ban them. I they were banned. I wouldn't I buy them anymore. I I, you wouldn't catch me under a bridge in Camden going, you got any Marble Lights, mate? You got any Marble Lights? That'd be it. If I couldn't buy them, I wouldn't buy them. In Australia now, you, they, they they really make it expensive and difficult, and you know they really try to do something about it. But the app is stop smoking in two hours. It's free for everybody. I made it free. Um, obviously, can I smoke whilst listening to that app? <laughs> yes, you can. You've got. Oh no, you can. You can actually smoke while you listen to it, and right. I and I actually tell you when to smoke your final cigarette. Great, genuinely. And, and is do a, you talk us through it? I, do I, you go? Mmm, tastes good, <laughs> doesn't it? No, because I don't sound like Alan Partridge. I don't know. You were whooping and clapping at the start of the podcast. Fitness regime. So you run, is running your thing now? What is your thing? What I've, you- I've always run. Since I was a little fat chubby kid, I've always run. So I, I have a trainer that I've had for a good few years now. And where we do three days a week. And that, that's all strength. So arms, legs, neck, whatever it may be. <laughs> Always work Arse. your neck. Rule number uh, one. And then I run at home and do training. I've got a treadmill at home, so I'll run. On a, on a good week, I'll train five, six days a week. So inevitably, we're bringing it into, because this is a diet and exercise podcast, finally start to oh, is it? diet. Great. Diet-wise. I'm very, very fit. I'm in very, very good shape. That, but that's why, with the smoking, that'll be the, that, that's got to go at some point. And then, I mean, I'm all but... Because I was there. amazed when you came on the retreat. I mean, listen, I've listened to you for over 20 years, yeah. right? And so from all the I radio started stations, when I was eight. <laughs> of course, you look at it very young. Well. Child labour laws. And so when you came on the retreat, it's like, oh my God, he's here. And I thought you'd last two days. I swear. Yeah. I thought there's no way because you're quite dogmatic about stuff. So yeah. you like, if you didn't like something, you'd be gone. Being at Juicy Oasis just sounds like such an ad, but it's true. Was easier than doing it at home. Recently, you did a three-day one, which you kindly did a post for, which was really nice. The fishermen of insults on Twitter. Twitter hooked you in a little they bit. Did, yeah, and you I just got to ignore him. And do you know, what I normally do. In fact, we have a thing in the office where I don't, don't give him oxygen. Yeah, but for some reason, in that moment, I felt that I wanted to say something to them. Which did I ridiculous. text you or not? Yeah, you did. You went leave it, James. Yeah, like because because I could I could feel that you were getting wound up. But it's like and and some days on Twitter, uh, occasionally, and it's very once the blue moon, somebody will annoy me to the point where I, I have to reply. Right, and it's a split second thing. But generally, I can just read stuff and either go idiot and move on, or I go. <laughs> What an absolute <laughs> moron yeah. and laugh at it. But, you know, people will always have opinions on... But you find it funny that... Ju- but but Juicing gets attacked and it did there. If you'd said to somebody, 
I'm going to Vegas. I'm going to go on the piss for three days. I'm going to do this. What the, nobody would say to you, oh my God, that's dangerous. Or have you thought that through? It depends. Or, you've never been to Vegas with me, my love. <laughs> do you know, I've actually just got back from Vegas, actually. Uh, yeah, I know but, you did. But it was a different kind of have Vegas. You, have you told your listeners you were hanging out with Robbie Williams? Look, that sounds much bigger than it you was. You bought I, tickets to see him and stood in the crowd. Like, Hi, no. Rob. Were you hanging out backstage with Robbie Williams in Vegas? Yes or no? Just yes Big, or no? Yes, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, ah. round of applause for that, everybody. Yeah, probably listen to this. Don't gonna ruin go. the showbiz <laughs> facade for people who are at home or sat on a bus in Middlesbrough going to a job that they hate. <laughs> showbiz life is great. Right, Hanging out well, with Robbie Williams in and, Vegas. And back in the room, um, Diet Nemesis, what is your thing that you go, right, that's the one i got. I got to steer clear of that, otherwise I know I'm going to put on some weight, I'm going to feel bloaty. I'm gonna oh, feel... that's easy. Enjoyable food, likeable <laughs> food, tasty food. <laughs> Anything that's nice. I'm so, I, I live. I'm. I, I'm one of those people that I'm. You can put the tastiest salad in front of me, and yeah. I will look at it and go, "What is? What is that? What is that?" We were away, me and my girlfriend were, were away on holiday once, and I ordered like a pie. We were in oh, Marrakesh or somewhere, somewhere that I still don't really. I couldn't find it on a map, and and I ordered so like some kind of pie thing. Oh my god, it turned up and looked delicious. And my girlfriend ordered. Basically, there were five little bowls of different salads. So it was five different types of salad. You should have seen the look on both our faces when our food turned up. Both exactly the same look of joy. Me because I had a pie and, and my girlfriend because she had salads. And she was, and I went, are you seriously now? Is that, are you looking at that like, I can't wait to get into that? And she goes, 100%. I, I just, really? I'm, and I'm like, I'm so jealous. Because that just bores me to look but at. But it would be nice because everybody assumes that if they go out for dinner with me, I'll order vegetables. I never will. just juice. No, or juice. I love the bloody but, juice. But I genuinely hate vegetables. I go into juicing because I, I don't want to finish a hard day at work and have some broccoli. Pretty much the same eff- yeah. effect. So I get all my nutrients through juicing. So so when you are on juicing for three days, five days, you seem to actually get through it somehow. So it's, how do you get through it? Because that's what it seems to be that you're getting through it. The last... Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so... If anybody's never juiced before, this is this is my honest honest take on the the whole juicing thing. Number one, it's really 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 weird. Yeah? <laughs> I've never been on a cruise ship, okay? And so the idea of cruise ships for me is really 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 weird. And I imagine if I went on a cruise ship, I would go, "This is really 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 weird." And at the end of my three, four, five day cruise, I'd probably go, "Do you know what?" I really liked it. It's good fun. Same when I went to Juicy Oasis. I remember thinking, if there was just a bar here <laughs> and you could have a few drinks in the evening, this would be heaven. Four days later, I'm like, totally get why there isn't. So the idea of juicing is ridiculous until you do it. And then you'll look back at it and you'll go, do you know what? It was all right. When your friends go, how was it? It was all right. So if you're thinking about doing it, all of your friends will tell you that you're insane and it's a stupid thing to do. Uh, loads of your friends will tell you that it's really bad for you. Uh, loads of your yeah. friends uh, will go, oh, oh, good for you. I don't know how you can do it. And you might have some people who go, oh, yeah, I've done it. I've done it. Um, and there'll be a point, maybe after your first juice, where you go, oh, my God, that's one down. <laughs> all these to go now. And then there'll be other times when you're ready to kill. There'll be other times when you feel sick or weak but my girlfriend was on the sofa like you'd literally you'd, you'd have thought she'd just been hit by a bus she's on the f- sofa like that oh you're gonna have to ring jason this is not I re- normal 
I should remember that. Me. And uh, we ended up on the phone, and, <laughs> and Jason, I, was on, I put him on speakerphone, and he's like, Is she all right? She's like, Oh, <laughs> I'm dying. And Jason's like, Hey, am I on speakerphone? Yeah. Tiff, can you hear me? Yeah. It's, oh. And he goes, Do you drink coffee? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, she does drink coffee. She, did, I, she, I won't speak to her in the morning until she's had at least one cup of coffee. And it was, we guess, caffe- caffeine withdrawal from the coffee. Now, if you speak to Tip, bear in mind she was on the sofa. I go, oh, uh, and afterwards you go, how was it? so i did it I, we did five days at home yeah i remember that's the one that she struck that was the first was the, one and then the first the the evening of the first one in fact before we got to the soup i remember running she was on her backside and then i remember making the soup and running into the lounge going it looks like soup it looks like soup it doesn't look like juice it looks like soup we're gonna have something which is like food wasn't that the same week that Coldplay did the Palladium. Yeah. Because I saw you over there and I, I thought, I'll send you a little quick text. I thought, there's not, you must have been the only person. You're watching Coldplay at the Palladium. I mean, what a rare gig that is. I yeah. mean, Coldplay at the Palladium, such yeah. a small gig. Go on, say it. Yeah. With, with a flask of soup. <laughs> so what? It's your fault. So what I'm saying is, anybody out there listening thinking, I can't do a juice plant because to see this Coldplay is coming and up. Drank, and drank soup out of flasks. Like morons, because <laughs> we're on his stupid juice diet. And then the, but the other, the other kids. So I did five days at home. Then we did. We went to Juicy Oasis, which was lovely. And then I recently did three days uh, the other week, just before I went on my holidays on my own, because my girlfriend was working away. And uh, the hardest bit of that that three day one, which I totally forgot about, was I couldn't drink tea. I love tea. But what's interesting is, it started to make me think, maybe I need to cut down on my tea intake. Oh, how many cups do you have a day? What would be a normal amount? I would say four cups. I would say for the average person, three, four cups a day. Okay, maybe more. A few more. So I'll have a cup of tea in the morning before I leave the house. And then I will have, during the show, they will bring me, I would would say I'd drink about three cups of tea. Not full, but three cups of tea during the show. Would that be right? Matt's there. So, and then I'll go home and the first thing I'll do is put the kettle on. So I'll drink, yeah, I'll drink a lot of tea. No sugar. But anyway, anyway, I I love a brew. Oh, yeah. And I'd not... At that point, herbal teas, please. I'd rather chew my own toenails. (laughs) But, um, so now, yeah, I'd have herbal teas when I was doing it. But I did miss a proper cup of tea. And the next day... Weirdly, I did the three-day juice recently. I really missed my tea. I couldn't wait for a cup of tea the next day. But I'd also been... And this will be interesting to get into this with you. I'd also been intermittent fasting. Yes. Intermittent fasting is something that I do all the time. I'm a huge fan of it. I think it's fair. In fact, actually, juicing per se is part of that. Well, the, well, well, so this is it. So I, I'm not an expert in intermittent fasting, but I've started, I've been doing it m- most of this year. And I think the name is, is very misleading because people go, oh, I mean, what? Oh, that's intermittent fasting sounds. And you go, well, hang on. What time do you normally eat at night? What time would you have your dinner or yeah. your tea? So you go, uh, 7.30. So you're done by eight. Yeah. And then, You'll go to bed at what, half ten? And then you get up at half seven? And then would you have breakfast at eight o'clock? Yeah. That's 12 hours you've not eaten, eaten anything. So you've only got to stick two hours on either either end of that, and that's 16 hours, and that's two-thirds of the day, and that's your intermittent fasting that everyone's talking about. But that's why we don't do the first... When they come to Juicy Oasis, you might have been shocked as well. We don't have our first juice or smoothie or whatever till half past ten in the morning. I do have a theory with intermittent fasting that... I've, I fast during Monday to Friday, pretty much, right? I basically skip breakfast five days a week. Then at the weekend, 
when I let it go, I let it go a little bit and enjoy myself. I'll get on the scales Friday morning. Whoa, have I put weight on? Whoa, have I put weight on quickly? And I must say, I kind of do see a little bit of that with the juicing scenario. I juiced for three days recently. Really good. Felt great. Felt really good afterwards. And I lost a considerable amount of weight. I wasn't expecting. I, I put on weight after my birthday and I wanted to see if I could just give it a little kick before I went away. I thought okay, if I could lose three pounds, I'd be delighted. I lost six. Delight myself. I then went straight on holiday to a, a all-you-can-eat burger contest that I do every year. I weighed myself afterwards. I put on a stone. It's all the juicing's fault. You're right, Chris. This is a stone I put on. This is the, uh, what's that on? The, what's about? that, Mister Juice? You know, it's funny though. You joke around, but we get this a lot, right? So people would say, and they blame the juicing. So they'll do juicing for seven days, and then they say, well, when I return to my normal eating, now bear in mind, before they even started this, they might have been overweight or morbidly mm. obese diabetes, all kinds of health problems, and then they felt phenomenal while they were on the juice. And some of them... Don't, but technically, you got to take that back. You don't feel phenomenal on the juice. <laughs> You're fine. You get, you get through it. Well, that's the first three days. You could offer me a KFC now, and I'd go, hold your finger-licking chicken. <laughs> I've got myself a mixed vegetable smoothie here. Listen, the first three days during the withdrawal period can be hard, but a lot of people come out the other side, they get a juice high. I've told you. To you. Listen, I know it's not very sexy to sell it this way, but if you are listening about doing a juice, it's fine. Yeah. That's it. And afterwards, you'll go, it was all right, actually. That's all you need. Here's the point. They go back to their normal eating, Chris, yeah. right? So they go, I went back to normal eating. Right. And I gained weight again. And you go, well, what was your normal eating? And they go, well, the same normal eating that made me fat in the first place. And you go, well, okay, well, can you see it might not be the juicing in between? See, the whole idea is to try and reset the brain, which is what we try and do. But clearly, that might not work with you if you went to the burger competition. <laughs> By the way, when you phoned up that day, when I was on the phone to them on day two or day three of this day one oh, day one and i thought they were calling because of chris i said chris you're struggling i assumed it was chris mm. and he was fine he was like it's all right yeah. but tiff, tiff was the one that was going crazy um i missed uh, my ginger shot on the last juice i did it depends on the plan okay. so the three-day plan not the five-day plan you have we had a ginger shot every day and that's just like half an apple a uh, chunk of ginger with the rind again on. you you're very good at selling this but let me sell it better <laughs> If you go on this juice thing, if you think about, oh, do you know what? I'm going to do it. Go the five day. Get the get the ginger shot in the morning. Woo-hoo! They videoed me taking it on the first day. I was like a cartoon. You know when the cartoons where their eyes pop out of the skull? Good God, that's a shot of ginger. Did you get a lot of stick on the radio? Did yeah, you get a lot I've, got, of hassle? I've got the full spectrum of, of reactions, yeah. Good for you, I've ones. done it. Yeah, I like to do it every time I've done it. It's great. All the way through to, you're going to die. <laughs> Everything. Why, let me ask you this. Yeah, go on. Why can't, again, I don't want to sound like an ad, but this is your podcast. Why can't you buy your juices in the shops? Because they're, fr- well, because they're frozen. Obviously, we only deliver them is what we do. Next Chris. question. Oh, wh- I've got your juiced got, magazine no, here. I've got a load of questions for Chris. Don't worry about that. Like, he's, I've he's... got the spring 2019 edition of juiced magazine, yeah. which I still love, by the way. You can buy for £2.50, but every time I see Jason, <laughs> he's literally giving it away. He's thrusting <laughs> it in everyone's hands. Um... <laughs> I see you have the Speakmans on the cover of of uh, this. I do uh, have the Speakmans. Yeah, do you know them? The Speakmans. I have <laughs> met them before. I'm fascinated by these. I am fascinated by the Speakmans. Okay, well, mm-hmm. listen to this podcast. We've done a podcast with the Speakmans. They fascinate me. Well, I've <laughs> met them. I've met them. I think they're lovely. But I think they're the same person. And we interrupt this for I think they're advert. the same person. <laughs> you think those two are the same? That's yeah. the first time I've ever heard I that. Do. Look at the picture. <laughs> 
It's like in the Facebook movie where the twins were played by the same actor. <laughs> It's the same with the Speakman. <laughs> so? Well, I actually, I, I actually like Speakman. I think they're very good at what they do. But anyway, and, they are. Uh, I think they're brilliant at what yeah, they do. Yeah, they're fantastic. They're like. But geniuses. I could you, could you imagine you, you go to Juicy Oasis for a week? You pluck up the courage, or you talk yourself into it, or you get a mate, or you're the half to go with, and you go, you go into a juice bar for a week, you nutters, like me and Tiff did. You go and imagine you're leaving all of this in, by the way. Ed is editing this out. When I went to Juicy Oasis, I, I'm there with everyone else. So people who uh, have have saved up for uh, all year or whatever, or people who've done it on a whim, and there was people of all ages, and, yeah. we, and we all just hang out, and we're all buddies. By the end of it, it was all really, really, really lovely. Imagine turning up and the Speakmans are there. You'd be like, "Oh, I'm doing this juice. This is great. I'm just going to go for a cigarette. Oh, smoke, do you?" <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, yeah, occasionally. Uh, oh, you smoke. You'd be like, okay. They'd hypnotise out of you. Then the next day you'd be like, do you know, I can't wait to get home. I know it's bad, but I am go I'm going to have a pizza. Oh, you like pizzas, do you? <laughs> we'll put an end to that. <laughs> next thing is, you just sat at home going, juice. Has your podcast with them uh, been already? Yes. All right, so people can people have probably heard it already. If not, they can go people, back. Yeah, people would have heard the And do you know what? They couldn't stop talking about you. <laughs> no, no, really I really talk. like them. We had to, I fact, do had, like them. They're very nice edited people. out the bit what they said about Chris. And loads of stuff we can't get to. I think we've covered the health and fitness stuff. I mean, it's amazing having you on here. Thank you very much. It's, it's Chris. By the way, it's Chris Walls, everybody. It's Chris Walls. It's been I on think you should stop the clapping. Really? Do you think yeah. so? Should we do, not do that anymore? I think you should podcast? stop the clapping. I like the clapping. Do you just want to fill in for Steve Wright one day? That's all I do. I just want to fill in for Steve Wright. I can call him and ask him. Listen, really appreciate all joking aside, if we possibly can for a minute, I really appreciate you coming You're on. You're welcome. It's been fun. It's a very busy schedule that you have. Genuinely. Oh, when is when's your new Juicy Oasis oh. Empire opening? No, it's called what? Juicy Escape. Yeah. Hopefully you'll be at the launch of it, I'm hoping. Uh, obviously you'll get an invite. Um and it'll have food there. Actual what? food. Actual food like every chips. No, when I say actual food, I've just realised what I've said. I'm talking about a salad. Oh, you mean it's your kind of food? <laughs> I, I, Rabbit food. I, I, yeah, your people's food. Actually, final question. People. Let me ask you. Oh, no, oh. I've got two more questions. Number one, you know about these things. Why, when we were kids, beetroot was disgusting, but now beetroot is really nice? Why? What's that about? So 48 years of my life, I didn't like mustard, and now I do. But things do change, right? Like Marmite. I've started to like Marmite. But I hated it. Well, you're going for the yummiest things in life. <laughs> Mustard and Marmite. <laughs> my God. What are you washing that down like with dandelion and bird? Right, so that's the beetroot question. You said you... you and the second question was, yeah. you were going to buy a pink house near Juicy Oasis. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, we can't. The owner wasn't selling the, 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 the pink hotel that yeah. it's known as. No. So Juicy Escape is down in the Algarve. So that's 40 acres, two lakes. That's going to be the, almost like the, wow, the, the Soho farm. So you never bought of, the pink hotel? Of, never got it? No, really. I did. <laughs> oh, I see. I bought it. Oh, okay. So there you go. So I guess what? I'm, and it's really near juicy, <laughs> your juicy place. Yeah, I'm is. turning it into a barbecue beer shack. Honestly, you joke. Yeah, barbecue you, beer shack. <laughs> and what we're going to have is an underground tunnel from ours to yours. And you'll never know anything about it. All I was saying, people on day four of the juice, they're going out of the mind. They just go down the tunnel, come along, burger and chips, a couple of shandies, and off they pop. <laughs> I think it's fair to say it's been different. It's the word I would uh, I would use. Um, I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed myself today. Thank you very much. No, listen, really appreciate you taking the time out, and hopefully, you know, hopefully, obviously, a, I hope you stop smoking. Obviously, just for, because I, will. I think I, I think will. you feel much happen. better for it. But you've done phenomenal. I mean, say you've done phenomenal. I mean, twenty years uh, on the radio, you still, you know. 
rocking and rolling, as they say, and I'd like to... Who says rocking and rolling? No one. We're going to finish... The My mother says that. She's 77. Rocking and rolling? <laughs> Woo, Ibiza, rock and roll. Let's go for it. Do you know what? I'm going to say something in there. Of all the podcasts we've done, right, so far, we've finished off easy. It's like, and thank you for having us on. Round of applause, which you can't do now, because, of course, Chris has banned me from actually doing the round of applause stuff. We might do it for one final time. Um, but with Chris, because well, he's a, a radio god, that it seems to be nice difficult place. finishing it. So all I'm going to say is thank you very much, Chris Moss, for being part of the Jason Vell podcast and for sharing everything about diet and nutrition. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Chris Moss! We've all been doing a round of applause! We ruined it, we ruined the ending. <laughs>